You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. My name's Keith, and Scott sucks. This is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System Year in Review. We did it. We totally do that in the intro we're going to record after the episode. Welcome to 9 to 5. I I won't. This is the podcast where Scott sucks. Yep. (laughs) Welcome to the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Yeah. We're just going to say that over and over again. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, I'm sorry. We made it to the Year in Review. We did it. We did another year of podcasting. Mm -hmm. Hooray. We didn't miss one. Applause break. Do you know there was a cricket right there? I hope that got picked up on the mic because the lizard has crickets. He had one job was to press start on the timer. We didn't do it. This Uh, is actually the 2018 year in review, so we got a lot to fill out here in this hour. uh, 2018. What have I uh, seen? Nothing. Nothing? (laughs) 2018? Nothing. Mm. I saw some Paw Patrol today. Oh. Paw Patrol. Uh, TV show of the year. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Best show of the year, Paw Patrol. So, uh, yeah, every year we do this. We we talk about our favorite things because the podcast is basically just us talking about our favorite things every week, and then we do an episode where we talk about our favorite things of the year. Uh huh. No, but we quantify them. We we put them in in a measurable scale. We say these are the best things. What do you guys want to start with? I mean, I feel that we we probably can devote the most time to movies. I don't know if you want to start on films or if you want to start on television. How about we start on TV? I feel like that that one is one. I don't have super a lot to contribute to. I went I went back in all kinds of Netflix stuff. I went everywhere, everything I downloaded, trying to find all of the TV that I had really enjoyed this year. Mm-hmm. And I spent so much time showing new stuff to Debbie that it like that, like a lot of my entertainment time was taken up by that activity. But mm-hmm. definitely, Stranger oh. Things too is the top. One of the top TV things from this year. Stranger Things 2 was certainly good. Uh, and yeah, no, Stranger Things 2 was great. Yeah. Built, built on built on the world, built on the characters. Like. Did, didn't let us down. It was a season two that realized, like, they showed, they did not, they didn't, they, they knew what they were doing with season one. It wasn't just like a lightning in the bottle kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in the Game of Thrones, which didn't was. see it, but yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, was, just have fun, waiting for, have fun waiting for George R. to finish writing the books. I'm, I'm going to. And Don't let me down, George. You got me. <laughs> exactly. George R. R. Martin dies in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, which was a pretty crazy season, I think, overall, just because, I mean, not uh, crazy, but like... It was season seven? Yeah. yeah. I think season, season seven, part one, or whatever the heck they're doing with their nonsense. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, just in the fact that it's like it's now past the books, which is something. Sure. Like it's, Everything is a surprise. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Which is kind of like it's a whole it's a whole new viewing experience now, right? And now I'm like... I'm going the opposite route from you. I'm mm-hmm. just watching the show. Giving up on the books? No, I'll, I'll read the books because I'm interested to see. I was like, having watched the first six seasons and knowing how much there is like a lot of characters that are different, a lot of storylines play out differently mm-hmm. and whatever, I was like, I have no problem to be just sort of like, like how if I'm reading a comic book or watching the MCU, I know that they're like, they're the same, but, but they're also different. Like yep. Tony Stark in the movies is not Tony Stark in the comics. Like they are the same characters and sometimes they'll be telling similar stories, but hmm. it's not the same. Batrock the Leaper. Very different in the movies than the books. Batrock? What movies is he in? He's in Winter Soldier. Second Captain America movie. Oh, yeah. He's played by George St. Pierre. Oh, yes. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go to TV, Scott. Go to TV. Well, Westworld was 2017, too, right? No, it was 2016. They haven't made a new season yet? No. They're coming out next year. It's finished, isn't it? Or they're like like in the process of filming it right now. Yeah, it's in Mm -hmm. production now. It's coming out next year, but no. Um, The... I watched a lot of the superhero TV shows. I you, wouldn't you put any your, of them on best yeah. of this. You but Arrowverse. See, this is buddy. the thing. When, no, I was doing, when I was doing the, the, the lookup, what am I going to talk about today? I realized there's like 15 Netflix TV shows that I just didn't finish. And like on, on that list is virtually all of them, the Marvel stuff. Well, this year was... Well, no, he, he, he watched the year. Arrowverse, right? Like He watched oh, the, DC, the DC, which is like the, Ar- the Arrowverse, because DC doesn't have the, the thing where... The MCU does, where it's all united. DC has like a TV universe yep. and a film universe that are separate, like fully separate, because right. reasons. Like well, Flash in the movies is just different from Flash in the Because they don't trust shows. the CW to make anything yeah. Ap- yeah. appealing to a massive audience. I, I watched the first season of Gotham. I, I get it. 
Yeah, and Gotham, and Gotham, and Gotham, and Gotham doesn't exist in the Arrowverse either. Like, huh. so it's its own TV show. It's such nonsense. I was gonna say this is yeah, a and then there's Agents of Shield, and yeah. then there was Inhumans and Runaways and Jesus. Gifted, that are all in the Marvel. Which universe. ones of these should I be writing down, Scott? What's your Punisher do, was pretty do you good. Have like a top pick, yeah. Okay, Punisher had some good moments. Punisher was pretty good. Uh, again, it, it goes into that thing we talk about in movies: does what it sets out to do. And they're like, well, that's kind of the bare minimum. But when you see how many of these other shows failed to hit yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, what was like, Supergirl was good. Supergirl was very cute. What's the? Trans- it's not for you guys, but <laughs> I like it. No, but it's like the Transformers movie thing, right? Where you're just sort of like, it's so easy to just make a Transformers movie. Like, why do they keep messing it up? Just like yeah. have the have the robots be the stars. Don't throw a million human army men in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Those movies are immensely profitable. Oh yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, but they're not good. No. Like I mean, like I'm, everybody's still making money on them. I'm not saying they're failures by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But like, it's you're like, how do you mess up some of these superhero movies? I'm like, you have like hundreds of issues of like stories. Some and you already know what played well, which didn't play well, because like which ones sold well and which ones didn't. Like you already have like all the source material there. You're like, you have you have them storyboarded. You yeah, have, everything you have the is writers storyboarded. available, yeah. desperate to work in in television and outside of comics. Yeah, these guys will definitely come on as consultants, and you're like, how do you drop the ball so hard? Well, hold on, Jeff. What, is, what are the DC? Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, TV shows, I guess. Arrow, yeah. Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl are the Arrowverse. Okay, and is, is there any of those that you would say is good? Flash is good. Okay. Yeah, Flash has a, a bad habit of making the bad guy a speedster mm-hmm. all the time. But isn't that often something that happens in the comics? Kind of. It's just <laughs> like, the in the comics it was like over you know sixty years, yeah. and in the TV show it's been three and a half. And each <laughs> each season is a new bad guy who is also fast, like the Flash. How will the Flash deal with this new fast he's adversary? Run faster than him! Yay! I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta run faster. Okay, Barry, we're gonna train you to run faster. I'm so I'm so nervous about these social things I have to deal with. I've dealt with them, and now I can run faster. This is my understanding of the Flash in general. I, mean, I don't know. You're That's how you're it? break it down. Is, is, is this sold? That's not sold. Well, you said, well, you, you said uh, Arrow got better. They they stopped having him fight magic evil warlocks. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. I mean, I think that's... A- Flash is cute. The cast of characters is great. And the other thing is they are completely allowed to mine the deep DC comic universe. Mm-hmm. So the bad guys are not, you know, like, the old Adam West Batman bad guys. They're they're given access to use all the characters they can get their paws on. Yeah, until like, the movies you, want them. Are you saying that's a good thing? Or like, like yeah, I don't no, get it. it's what's, fun. It's just like what's an example? Uh, Flash all of a sudden will be fighting King Shark. And you're like, oh yeah, King Shark. That's fun. He's a big shark-headed how did, monster wait, man. How do they put King Shark into Flash? Like, how bad did the CG look? He lo- it actually looks pretty good. Weird, because because uh, King Shark is a pretty good example of, of no, but because he was like a whole TV thing where they were like because that that was why he didn't end up in Suicide Squad, right? Was like they were like too he, much work. He to never looked head. good. Like they <laughs> apparently had a bunch of like test CG, and they were like, it's just like a man with the like upper torso of a shark. Like, it's like it's like a big bulky dude with like, and the shark upper torso has like beefy arms. <laughs> it's like like it's yeah, gray like, beefy shark arms, looks right? Fine. Yeah, I mean, Arrow like it looks it looks cool drawn in the comics, but yeah. it's sort of like apparently every time they did like CG tests, they were like, oh no, this looks like a mess of CG. Just like, and then when I thought TV show budget, how? No, it looks okay in that. I mean. Supergirl does the same thing. They're just introducing the Legion of Superheroes now with Monel and Saturn Girl, and yeah. I'm like, it's it's fun. It's like, hmm. it's hard to explain. It'd be like a vampire World of Darkness TV series, and you're just like, oh, th- that's Theo Bell. That's that's cool. There, there was that one. Kind it was of called yeah, Kindred dude, the Kindred the Embrace. Yeah, but it didn't have that. They didn't delve too deeply into the lore the world that they yeah. already created. They, they just kind of tried to make new stuff and hope it stuck. Yeah, yeah. so bad. Uh, I would say that the one thing I realized this year... Uh, here, the World of Warcraft movie. I'm yeah. sure people who played World of Warcraft got a lot more out of that movie than I did. did you, are you the only one who saw it, right? <laughs> like, in the world. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it actually made money. Yeah, it made a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, I, It was lost on me. And I'm yeah. sure that, you know, I was not the audience when the writers were writing it. To, to be honest, like I was I was a pro raider for a tiny bit of period and if I had seen the movie, it also would have been lost on me cuz you're not often paying attention to the plotline when you're clicking accept the quest and, and then following the little the little <laughs> bit to go to the thing you have to murder. 
Yeah, but I'm sure you still would have like recognized enemies and things. Like, oh man, but only I mean, in the slightest sense. There's so much to that game. Yeah. But I mean, I can recognize when something is not great. Like yeah. Iron Fist and, and the Defenders were not good television shows. Mm. Those were bad. Uh, I those were waste of time. Those I, were I, like I, I feel, finished them going. I feel bad. Yeah. We've mentioned this on the podcast a number of times, but I feel bad at how much I just abandoned the Netflix Marvel stuff. You're the target audience, man. I it's know. you. And the fact that it couldn't do it. And I, drop, I dropped middle of Daredevil. Like yeah. middle of Daredevil season two. And I was like, eh. The, the competition is stiff for like quality television right, right? now. We're like yeah. in a golden age of TV and movies. And, and like if you're, if you're coming up at a seven on ten, you're fucking – there's a hundred eight on tens to go yeah. and watch right now. There's a th- – you know, like that's what the market is. Oh, uh, the one show I wanted to mention – or I wanted to mention two shows. They have like a weird honorable mention to Riverdale. Yep. Just, but also for the fact that it's like both seasons have been in 2017. <laughs> it's like they've had two seasons of a show in one year. Like it started season one, January 2017. Huh. They ran their 12 episodes and like filmed over the summer. Cranked and it then out. like started like season two, like that same year. I was like, I guess like props to them for just like, hmm. ja- like shooting it out. They decided in season two to be like, season one was okay, but what if it was crazier? And then just like, Crank the crazy on season two. Andrew, Andrew has sold me on giving it another shot. Giving it a go, yeah. like yeah, it's I just don't care. <clears throat> but I mean, like you're like I have to watch all the shows based on comic books, <laughs> except that one. Yeah, and Preacher. Preacher is is like I will, but I didn't really like the comic book, so <laughs> I mean, that that's a tough sell. <laughs> yeah. I started watching pre- season two of Preacher. I'm and get back to that. I like I, I like the first season, and yeah. I enjoyed the second season, which it's a uh, it's kind of one of my like. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm glad this is being made. I'm glad that it's, like, different. I'm glad that it's not – doesn't seem to be, like, marketed to, like, lowest common denominator. Like, hmm. it's just, like – it's, like, it's its own thing, and it doesn't seem to, like, really be trying for mass appeal. Like, it's got that weird, like – Did the comic? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, exactly. Like, like it's, 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 it's quite different from the comic, but it has that same, like, tone of your sort of, like – Stuff that's like weird and gross and sometimes like violent and some like still kind of funny mm-hmm. and then like Garth Ennis. and then sometimes yeah. just like grotesquely violent. And you're like whoa, and then just like it moves past it so quickly and like nobody deals with it. Like, that, that sounds like a pretty authentic translation of the comic. You know? Yeah, in, yeah, in spirit, exactly. If that, not that's it. It's like the the story is like very different and stuff. I mean, like the si- season two uh, is a lot more related to the comic, but it's still very like different because like the entirety of the first season they stay in the town. Yeah. And that's like the first issue, right? Then the church blows up at the end of issue one. And that's then the same thing with Runaways. Yeah. Um, six episodes in and they haven't left their parents yet. <laughs> and you're like, they're the Runaways. End of season one, they run away. Well, and it, it might be a little bit like Westworld where they're, they're like the Westworld story in the book doesn't even, in a sense, doesn't start until season two of Westworld, the show. You know, like the whole season was like a prequel. To, to what really is going on, yeah. kind of. Because, yeah. I mean, like, the book, um, the book of Westworld was about the people trying to escape the robots now that they're trapped in the park with them, right? Yeah, It's, yeah, like, yeah. a lot less about the consciousness, you yeah, know, the OG whatever, movie so. is like that, too. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like, there's no... The, there's movie, the, the movie came first. Was it no. a movie, then a yeah. book? No, dude, it was, it was a Michael Crichton novel, and then they turned it into a movie. Oh, oh man, are you... Michael Crichton about wrote to get schooled here? Oh, yeah. man, he just pointed at the phone. Oh, I would I would pull it up on mom. I was charging, but... Yeah, yeah, no, Michael Crichton wrote the script as a yeah. as a script, made the movie, and then, I think, adapted it. Maybe. After. Huh. Well. And then worked on Future World, which <laughs> is the second movie. Yeah. I'd say that my, my, my actual sleeper hit of new show in 2017 was American Gods. That was like... I was just so happy, <laughs> like as as a fan of the book and whatever. Just like I was like, I didn't know it's on stars, which I mean, like I know they're kind of like making a bid to become like a premium network or whatever. Yeah, but it's like it w- another like, AMC. Yeah, it was like, but it was like wasn't Showtime, wasn't AMC, wasn't HBO, wasn't Netflix, and they're like American Gods, developed by stars, and you're like. Okay, I'm Son of a watch. bitch. Nineteen seventy-three film, Westworld, written and directed by Michael Crichton. Neato. That's only right. I got learned. Yeah, uh, Ian, Ian did McShane. you watch Black Sails? I haven't watched Black Sails. That's yet. another one of those premium stars. Shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, I, I know. I know that as a as a network, they're like they're trying to get into that, uh, like into that TV space, or whatever. But American Gods just delivered on again absolutely everything that I could want. Like a really, mm. really faithful recreation of the book. Like Ian McShane. Ian McShane is Wednesday is just like the best. Like I'm like just well, this side of um, 
uh, Anthony Hopkins. Nah, but when he's but Anthony Hopkins, there's, he's already Odin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be Odin and two different things. That'd be amazing, though. <laughs> Weird continuity of Anthony Hopkins <laughs> is, is Odin in the MCU and in American Gods. It's like Morgan Freeman voicing God. Uh, Crispin Glover, Crispin Glover as Mr. World is like. I only saw the first episode. Yeah. Crispin Glover is Mr. World. Makes it's sense. So creepy. So creepy. Like, and you're like, oh, I haven't read this in like 15 years. I barely remember it. Yeah, I, I, have, I had a lot yeah. of, uh, Sarah and I both had the thing where we got, Sarah, like. Oh, and Good Omens. You know, Good Omens is becoming a show. That's going to yeah, be a 2018 yeah. show. So. You know who's casting it? It's great. No. It's um, Michael Sheen and David Tennant. Huh. Yeah. Awesome. Right? Like, yeah. David Tennant is playing Crawley and Michael yeah. Sheen is playing Aziraphale. Excellent. Right? Who's playing so Dad? I mean, who cares? I could just watch the two of them have coffee together for <laughs> <hours>. <laughs> Like, talking. <laughs> just like, just like. Good omens. Just the two of them just talking about I was, it. I, I feel that you're just describing uh, coffee and cigarettes, but just with like an angel and a demon. And that's like, you're like, I'll watch it. TM, TM, TM. I'm going to write this. <laughs> this, is now my, this is now my pitch for my TV show. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Coffee and Cigarettes, the Jim Jarmusch film? But now it's all just like supernatural creatures. Still Coffee and Cigarettes. With charming British actors. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And also Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Well, maybe just Ghostface, but sure. <laughs> just, I mean, yo, you're Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> A movie from 15 years ago on a podcast about the movies of 2017. Actually, TV. We're not even on the movies. Yeah. Yet. Woo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. American Gods. I think is my 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 sleeper pick for new show. Mm-hmm. Is I was just, just absolutely. I haven't torn up a show like that. Like I think there's only eight episodes, but like we watched it in a week. Like just mm-hmm. like poof, and just like hooked and watched and went and it was good. Mm-hmm. Returning shows. Like I said, we talked about uh, Stranger Things. Yep. Uh, I liked Year of the Worst. The new season of Year of the Worst was fun. Five. So. Season five. F- hold on. Five is supposed to be the last one, so it's four that just came out. Yes. Or is it over now? No. Maybe it's over. Because I'm, I'm only up to season three. I think we put it down for Stranger Things and didn't it. might back. be. Then it might be over now. Huh. Like it might, this might be. It might be the resolution. It it, do, it wraps. It has a. It could be a, a show wrap at the end of the, the season ends with right. it could be a show wrap. I'm not 100% sure if that was like the plan or not. How, how is it on the list? Does it. Does it. Yeah, uh, I would say it's my remains my probably my favorite live action comedy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, because I'd probably give animated comedy mm-hmm. to BoJack. Yeah, yeah, the Good Place. I really like that show. Caught me off guard. It's the Good Place. Yep. What's Ted Danson and um, what's her face? Veronica Mars. Oh yeah, I've seen like I've seen it a bit in hotels. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's it's actually funny. I was. It's one of those shows where Riss was watching it, and I was kind of at the computer watching over his shoulder. Slowly stood up and walked across the room and sat on the couch. Like, hey, what was this? What's going on here? <laughs> Laugh out loud funny in some parts. Crazy. Yeah. Exciting. It, it got released on TV and didn't stick, and it's on Netflix now. And it's, I think they got picked up for a second season through Netflix. Cool. Cool. Comedies, yeah. BoJack, obviously. I mean, Bojack. it's kind of a... Kind of a lock. I like get some of the best TV. I don't know if it was if we had a season. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was season three. Yep. Yep. There was uh, a fe- February March came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was early. In. Look at that. We had all kinds of TV stuff to talk about. We did it, guys. Yep. All right, we're gonna do news. News. Uh, I mean, news. Items. Like we can do this very easily. It was Trump all year. That's yep. all anybody fucking talked about. Trump, 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 Trump. Well, and I mean, yeah. alternative facts. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I was like, news and the, like... Harvey con- Weinstein. Con- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not just Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump, 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 and all Six. of your heroes Hashtag are sexual Trump. predators. Yeah. <laughs> like, every talented person that you've enjoyed on screen in the last 20 years is a sexual predator. Like, or uh, a victim of a sexual predator. Or the victim of a sexual predator. So that, like, I mean, I'm... Uh, like, I just hope it causes meaningful change, I guess. Like, that's like... Because, like, if everybody sucks and now maybe it'll stop happening because it's all gonna come out so <laughs> stop doing it i hope that's what we get to like yeah if nothing else there's like a more accepting transparency like in 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 hollywood yeah no I, and i mean like, and and that's and that's like the thing that i mean 
just that that I I mean not to say enjoyed obviously you don't enjoy hearing any of these stories but like the fact that like I guess like you don't want to say kudos to the sexual predators but how many times it was like a woman made an allegation and then the guy was like yep this happened like it just like it wasn't no like she's lying like like that that hmm. there's like uh, a certain sense of responsibility except for up. Donald Trump and Roy Moore oh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean or in Harvey Weinstein mm. yeah and Harvey Weinstein yeah. but I'm just saying but a lot of them. <coughs> Like a lot of the predators and stuff like that. Like I was like, that is. But those stories gain gain traction with the press, and there were ramifications for yeah, for yeah. The, the people that that did those actions, and that was. This great. is a tiny aside. I'm reading this book on the Canadian Constitution. The um part of part of the interesting part of it is that our Supreme Court is allowed to make constitutionally binding statements. Mm-hmm. So they are called upon every now and again to adjudicate things, and then they make make something that applies with the force of law. And the um I think it was 1919. Somewhere around there are women people, right? <laughs> so this is like within a hundred years, that's, that was something that was a real question for human beings was whether women are people or not. So we've made very big steps. Yeah, and like yeah, from yeah. On, the, on the scale of like 10,000 years ago, right? And then the scale where we are now, most of the advancement has happened in the last hundred years. Yeah. I feel like wow. this, is a, this is like a necessary part. There's like this purging that is going to have to happen. Yeah. yeah All this stuff's going to come out and uh, it's great. I mean, like I said, like I said, I, I just the a that people are like believing women at least enough to the point where they just look into it instead of just like well, shuffling it away, being yeah. like, because that was just like the I, I, I Bill mean, Cosby. It's the Bill Cosby thing yeah. where people were saying it for twenty years. Nobody and it took yeah. everyone screaming about it for that one story to crack the news. Yeah, to to twenty seventeen where it was just like. Hey, this happened, and and there was news, and there was ramifications that were. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't come back to Bill Cosby. I didn't. I didn't ever hear his name whispered like in a post Harvey like. Well, he's in court. Zone, like he's been. Know? He's being charged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like that. That is an ongoing case. It's right. not like there's no controversy. He's there. not being tried. He's, right. Or, he's, yeah, been, yeah. he's in trial. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Trump, War in the Middle East. Trump was in charge. That was his in charge. Yeah. Which I mean, I think is. Maybe not as bad as it could be, but certainly very bad. Like just, there, like like when okay. So I I was not. Ex- there was a chance it could have been Jeb Bush versus Bernie Sanders for the presidential election last year. Well, there was not because we we now know that there there was never any possibility of Bernie Sanders doing it because Hillary Clinton already had control of the DNC before. Anyway. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But I like. I I tried to remain hopeful in the time leading up to the Trump inauguration. Mm-hmm. There was like oh, he made a lot of promises that were on paper excellent. He broke all of them. He's like a, a like a full. He's selling out literally everything that is sellable in terms of like protection for people. Yep. He's selling it protection all to business. For the environment, like, like protection for the environment, like everything, everything. The, the Israel thing is fucking horrible. Yeah, horrible. And and yeah. So so I, yeah. <laughs> just there well, it is. Unless you're very pro-Israel, but I think even if you're pro-Israel, nope, I've it, seen plenty of. Very well educated people who are like this is cool. on on my side of the political spectrum, who I normally agree with, who are just like that's perfect. Finally, I'm like that's so dangerous. Yeah, it's like I get it. Yeah, I understand the importance of of the nation state of Israel. It was so dangerous and like so not for volatile. nothing. Like, not for nothing. Mm-hmm. Volatile with. Trump leading the charge it's is like, different than volatile with you know a, a statesman and diplomat. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like literally it's <laughs> like the the Israel situation when they like when Trump is like yeah we're just you know we're acknowledging it as like Jerusalem is the new capital. Jerusalem is yeah. the capital of Israel and like removing the embassy there whatever else like that. It's like literally the like the magic trick of like yanking the tablecloth out from the thing and just like assuming it's all gonna like stay standing. <laughs> like that's like that's like basically what they're banking on. They're like if we just do it like flashy and wooch and you're like oh no everything shattered and exploded. They're like they're literally hoping that Donald Trump has the finesse to yank tablecloth out. I don't think that's like, what it is. I think it's it's part of establishing a, the more of the perpetual war in the Middle East. It's it's oh, all about no, I, continuing that. So, I I, yeah. I fully agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> and like keeping keeping the war machine going and whatever. Yeah. But I mean, but like outwardly, they need to say that it's like this is the most important step to peace, right? Like, and yeah. I was like, who like, who anywhere? Yeah, who exactly. Pre- presenting well, that as an approach to peace is like I'm yanking a tablecloth out from like a bunch of like crystalware. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think it's it's much more pragmatic than that. If you look at 
where U.S. foreign aid goes to. Yeah. Worldwide, it's not a lot of you know struggling third world countries. It's it's like Saudi Arabia and Jordan and, and Israel. I, yeah. And and Israel, but like compared to Saudi Arabia or Egypt, Israel is is getting comparable amounts to them. Yeah. And he could be just looking at a way of like, go on, pick a fight with us because we'll we'll write all that money off. Yeah. And I'll be the guy who balanced the budget again because hmm. I don't need to give you fifty billion. As he just did to Pakistan. Yeah. Right? Yesterday. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. I I mean, I I feel he's very isolationist, and that's an easy way to to start those dominoes falling of pulling hmm. out all that money. Not not and not to be, I mean, like this is probably the most pessimistic thought that I could have. But I mean, like I feel like he's really just like gunning for a war because it'll make a lot of the sketchiness of the administration go away if they're like we're now in war times. Yep. Like it's just it's a. I don't even think it's that. I really think it's just like part of his isolationist policy, saying like, "Oh, you don't want to deal with us anymore. Great, we're done." Except that he isn't doing that yet. Yet. Yeah. Right. So it's we're, we're premature on that. I mean, but I, but I could see it though. Like I said, I I honestly think that like from I mean, obviously this is just like pure speculation and just this weird like public persona and all that stuff. I and mean, like I think he wants to go down as a like a great president, like and and like. Great, so, pre- so great in, presidents have their wars. You in, know, in like, my moments of trying to be hopeful for him, I thought that perhaps his ego would not permit him to to be directly caught lying and whatever as he was. Yeah, it was naive. No, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think he. <laughs> I don't think he cares as long as he get paid. Yep. Um, so here's another news item that is not any of that. The deadliest mass shooting in American history. Mm-hmm. 58 people dead, 546 injured Look, in Las Vegas. How about we keep that statistic that way and and like don't go for high score in 2018. Odds of that happening. Yeah. So depressing. It vanished from the news as well. Such a busy news cycle. Like it, like a month later, nothing. Yeah. You know, like they, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was hey, the actual Nazis <laughs> marching around the United States. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah well, I mean, I love the, the Trevor Noah d- does this like, like a bit about like Puerto Rico or whatever, where he just sort of like, he'll tag up stories with just sort of like this and this and this and this and blah, 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 whatever else like that. And 40% of Puerto Rico is still without power and in other news. And it's just like, he just like drops it every now and then. You're like, yeah, yeah. Like that Puerto Rico is still wrecked. And it's like, I remember when it happened, it was kind of everywhere. Yeah. And then we're like, oh man, there's other news to take care of. And like, I just imagine like Puerto Ricans being like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like we, we still don't have power. It's like, like the, the Simpsons, like Paris is no more. <laughs> like, just change the channel yeah, right away. Pretty know? much, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Where it's like the, that that stuff, like uh, like Puerto Rico, like just half the stuff that goes on, yep. the Vegas shooting. Like you're just sort of like it doesn't get fully sorted. Like investigations are like happening, and then the news and is then just net sort neutrality of, is repealed, and like yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then just like the, the the news just like flutters away, and you're like, what? And the video used. Oh, that, that Music video. that they didn't pay for. Uh, oh, he got instantly ceased and desist by the band. Edget Pie? Yeah. Yeah. The Great. best. Because of the Harlem so Shake? Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can still Harlem Shake. No, you can't. You did not ask our permission to use that music, and please stop. All those other videos, did, all those other videos didn't repeal net neutrality. We're fine uh, with them. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. We're not pursuing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's abysmal ah everything <laughs> everything is terrible <laughs> do, we, do we want one more i had one or two more news go, go hit it, hit okay it. so here we are 20 million people are starving to death in yemen reports the united nations nobody's talking about it yep. 20 million people yep. are starving in yemen what's, what's the like, next point just 10 million that's the ten, next one 10 million no, 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 no. hang on i'm just gonna say that's no. 10 million shy of everyone in canada right right <laughs> like to be fair maybe like 14 but it's still oh. uh, like yeah still like one in one in like one in three Canadians would not be starving. Okay, next one, North Korea. So, oh gosh. recently reported, Rough. it is possible they have nukes that yeah. are ready to go. I cannot imagine a world in which that happens without the uh, the, the okay of one of the superpowers. China, <laughs> right? Maybe it's China. Maybe it's Russia who's controlling. Well, no, I mean, them. okay, but like, to per- I mean. Without knowing exactly what's going on in North yeah. Korea, and I don't think any of us like really have a good. I mean, like you're talking about like their most powerful like big brother ally is China, and then and they're sometimes Russia, sometimes Russia, mm-hmm. but it's like yeah, so like their 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 bet their best big buds are China and Russia, and they're also hyper like into it. like there's no way to like get a correct bead on like what is happening in North Korea. Yeah. Because like everyone's going to be hiding it for them, all their allies or whatever. It's like if they didn't. I saw the the best story 
the best way to defuse the North Korean situation, the best military plan is yeah. to drop no, yeah, iPhones, a hundred thousand satellite connected smartphones, yeah, into North Korea. Just, just like, hey, everybody, this is what the world is. Just disseminate <laughs> like free internet. All well, over the world. There's all the over other the option. North Korea has been asking Americans to stand down at their military bases, and then every time they don't, they escalate things. And no American president has ever actually like withdrawn any troops. Yep. And so they're they're like reacting intelligently because there's people massing armies at their at their borders. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the last I mean, one. They, they still need to like look at what happened to Japan in the Second World War, and know that that can happen at a moment's notice and without having to take over the Pacific for years on end. The United States can press a button and obliterate every major city, town, and village in North Korea instantly. You should be terrified of that. I, I I don't know. Like the political climate makes you think that like it wouldn't happen, but then you're like the political climate is like so crappy that you know. Moments ago, Keith was saying like this is so it's so crazy, and there's so many levels of subterfuge going on. Like how could you ever possibly make like understand what's really going on and make an assessment like yeah. that, that thing with the phones? It may even be that there is no North Korea and that it's a fake. It's all media presented to us to keep people scared or whatever. Like the only thing that we know for real, a hundred percent, is that people really want us to think that there's nuclear weapons at, at stake in the hands of somebody crazy, yep. right? It's not, that thing is not necessarily real, but so people want us to be that afraid. And so why are you, get, why are you escalating this to that level? Yeah. It's super weird. Not, bad shit's going down. Only Dennis Rodman knows. Only yeah. Dennis Rodman knows for sure. Okay. So anyway, I'm done with news. We could mention Ukraine, which uh, Russia grows more flagrant by the day. And, yep. uh, and analysts are saying, well, it's actually a reasonable response because NATO had promised never to go east in like yep. a number of places. And mm-hmm. then we've built, we've built, you know, military bases all past that right now. Yep. Again, escalating things for the eternal war. Hooray. Okay, anyway, let's talk about movies. Let's talk about <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, before we get into movies, oh. I, I've got one comic book I want to mention. Nice. Uh, Killer Be Killed by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. It is cool. It's the same team that did Fatal mm-hmm. and Velvet. Did you ever read Fatal, Criminal? John? Nope. You really should read Fatal. It's like Cthulhu film noir. Yeah. You've talked to it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I don't yeah. know how to do nah, I don't, I don't a, know how to read comics. I don't have any. <laughs> it's about a, a, a university kid who thinks he makes a deal with, with a demon where he has to kill someone every month in order to not uh, have his head explode. That sounds like a bad deal. What does he get in return? Happiness. Is he really happy? Yeah. He gets this sense of inner I mean. peace. And then, not not to spoil it, because it's not really even a spoiler, but like where I am in the series right now, he's pretty sure he was just crazy. <laughs> and there was no demon. But that it still worked. <laughs> he's like, oh, there's not a demon. But killing people does actually make me feel better. And like I can <laughs> behave as a functioning adult now. Huh. huh. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, highly recommend it. It's good. Every issue that comes out. I'm like, oh, I can't not read this right away. And every issue also has like a cool essay on a, either a grindhouse or pulp or B movie yeah. written by somebody else who's like, hey, this thing was really cool back in 1978. Neat. Very cool. Good comic. Hmm. It like makes the comic like a, a purchase. Like when I spend four bucks on a single issue. I'm yeah. Like, I was, I oh. love that stuff in the, uh, the LXG comics so the lxg comics always had like those like news articles like, or like news articles or just being like a short story of the adventures of alan quartermain like just like <laughs> just like still written by like alan morris so, like read a whole comic and then you get like a two or three page like short story at the hmm. end and i'm like it's always like you're like yay like totally. it's just like bonus stuff i mean uh watchmen's all all over that like oh yeah like, so there's a comic book in that comic yeah <laughs> there's another comic book in it plus there's all sorts of like the history stuff and whatever like that gets like kicked around yeah yep. Yeah, if you haven't read Killer Be Killed, you should read Killer Be Killed. Alan Moore is like, how can I make my comics more like books? Without making them books. Without right. making them books, I create comics. There's just 20 pages of text in here, Alan. Don't care. <laughs> Put it on comic pages. Yeah. Oh. Okay, then. Yeah, I, I I made a mistake. I The Pretty Deadly trade that I read this year, I think, came out late 2016. That was like bummer. A comic came out in 2017 that I have not read, but I want to buy. 
<laughs> it came out late 2017, and I was literally about to buy it digitally, and then I was like, I owe it to myself to purchase a physical copy of it because mm-hmm. it's the the new Jim Mafood Girl Scouts, mm. which is you know Jim Mafood's my man. <laughs> like I, I how, how many works of his art uh, personally crafted for yeah, you are on your walls? I have like yeah two different pieces personally crafted by Jim Mafood on my walls, and is there I have one right now. And I have everything he's ever published, more or less, even including a bunch of his like indie shit. So I was like, I can't stop now. Mm-hmm. I, I need this to own this physically, <laughs> like. I'm I'm comfortable with like pretty much buying everything he comes out just even for the art. So, but yeah, so I was like literally about to purchase it digitally. It came out uh like last second to last week of December mm-hmm. and then I was like, no, I'm going to go and What is it called? It's Girl Scouts Volume 3. Girl Scouts was a uh, I picked up the individual issues of Girl Scouts when they first started coming out in 98. I want to say that was his first uh the first Girl Scouts run yeah. and then he Oh no, earlier than that. That was when he had the Oni Press run with Girl Scouts because there was the the two Girl Scout shorts that he released independently before him. So yeah, it's his like probably his longest running, not longest running, but like the thing he's done the most. Right. Like returned to the most often. They're drug dealing Girl Scouts, and then they often fight demons. As you I do. As you do. <laughs> uh, did anyone read any books that came out in 2017? I, I was, don't uh, think that I did. I was. I, I, had I read one book in 2017. I'm like super ashamed. <laughs> I picked up a few. Did not. Get through them. I read I read a couple of Discworld books, but that's like super old. I read the the New York trilogy by Paul Astaire. It was super fun, but that was from the eighties. Like I don't think I read any like new book. Yep. That that came out. Uh, I too have struggled this year. I feel like my attention span is just waning, and, I'm, and it, like every time I go to bed, I just either pass out right away or read two pages and then pass out. So I'm, I'm like, I've been listening to so many podcasts, and I normally did all my reading yeah. in transit. So yeah. can't do both. <laughs> Tried hmm. that. Uh, get absorb nothing. Albums? 2017 albums? Anything stick out for you? That was new this year? That was new this year. Uh, I'm closing in on 40. I don't listen to new music anymore. Mm. I was like, LCD Sound System brought out a new album. It was pretty It was pretty memorable. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. The oh. XX brought a new album that I liked a lot. Actually, one of my favorite XX when albums. Did, when did the Childish Gambino's last album come out? Damn it. I <laughs> <laughs> was good, but no, I guess not. Uh, who else? Death from Above brought out a new album, which is weird hmm. to me. It's th- it's the least Death from Above-y of the... Uh, it's the one I like the best. Have you, have you heard the new one? The, uh... Why am I... Outrageous Now is the new one. Oh, oh yeah. I, I found it kind of poppy. It didn't... Uh, I listened to the new Arcade Fire album. That was not great. No. Yeah. yeah the, I got that one got one listen through to me, and then I was like, eh. Nothing grabbed me, and I yeah. kind of need the hard drive space. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, it's so weird uh, with Death from Above though, just because um, like they do that thing where all of their songs they have like an extra gear to kick up live. So I was like, I read just now, listened to the album a couple times, and I was like, okay, I like this. It's not my favorite stuff from them, but then like you see them live, and they're like, it's killer, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> you're just like you're like, oh, fun. Yeah, very weird. Start bootlegging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick Murphy brought out a new EP that was good. Formerly Chet Faker. Chet Faker is the dude who did the song Gold that Sarah and I danced to. He brought out an EP, and he, he rebranded <laughs> to his real name, I believe. Like, I, I haven't really read – I mean, he said there was kind of like – he's like, Chet Faker was kind of like a representation of a thing that he was like trying to be, but then I think as he got older, he realized it was just douchey. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and he's like, this is no longer like – What was his name? Sorry. His, his name now is Nick – his actual name is Nick Murphy, and then Nick. he's performing under his real name Nick now. Murphy. Uh, but he used to be performing under the name of Chet Faker, right. which was a play on jazz legend Chet Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I think that seemed like a cool idea when you're like 20, and then you hit like 26, 27, you're like, what? <laughs> like, my name is a dumb joke. <laughs> it sounds like we don't have that much of a huge hit with music this year. Uh, I would say, though, I, this was a great year for concerts for me. I see a lot of really good concerts. I saw uh, Mastodon and Eagles of Death Metal. Double headlining in Toronto. That was mm-hmm. unplugged. Isn't Weird that show. the second time they were paired? I feel like we saw them no, together. We saw, like we, two saw years ago. we saw Eagles of Death Metal and Death from Above. Right. right, right yeah, right. yeah. Ma- Mastodon and Eagles of Death Metal did not go very well together in terms of like styles of music. Yeah, it's like, very very weird. I was like, hmm. I was like, this is again, like, especially just when they're playing acoustic guitars. They're 
not playing acoustic guitar. Acapella, no amplifiers. Saw saw the XX play. Are uh, they good? Yeah, XX yeah. are really really good. Do they do they up the energy level for a show, or a is it like just like people standing around being bummed about their X's? I mean, it's a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they 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 did like the new album. Like I said, uh, the new XX album. I would say is. It's much more listenable. Like I want to, I I more frequently like the first two albums. I will listen to when I'm like I want sad music, like or something super chill. Something super chill. Like yeah. this, the the new album actually has like a little bit more dance stuff because like when they took the hiatus, Jamie XX released an album I think a year or two ago, whatever that it was, was like, okay. um, but yeah. like v- much dancier. Yeah, yeah. So I think when they got back together, he was like, "Hey guys, music can be fun and sad." <laughs> <laughs> So now they have like they brought a little bit of fun into their sad music. Like, is it the same girl back or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's all the the same yeah, same yeah, crew. I uh, saw the Anderson Pack show. Anderson Pack had a new album this year, didn't he? I feel he might have. I'm looking at you because it's hip hop, and you're just like staring at me like you haven't heard of Anderson Pack. A uh, little bit on YouTube, nothing yeah. that stuck. Anderson Pack was the big closing show at the Jazz Fest. That was really hmm. fun. LCD Sound System. Got to see LCD Sound System play. That was a delight. We interviewed Men I Trust, and I've yeah. they've gotten into good rotation on my yeah my playlist. Hey, yeah, I mean, they, I think they had an EP this year. I yeah. mentioned them music. Yeah, we saw. Uh, saw yeah, I just did. You did it, <laughs> and they're also like blowing up too. Like not blowing up, but like it's they've gotten Getting traction. Yeah, exactly. That's it. They got the the go plug yourself bump. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean. I mean, I just, there's literally no other way to explain. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they had some like photo. Well, Sammy, remember Sugar Sammy came on the show, yep. and then like right after he booked a couple shows at, um, where was it, Olympia? Yeah, he added dates. He had got go plug yourself, and then he added dates yeah, to his show. Right. Sold that run, added it's the bump. Dates. <laughs> exactly. at nine to five does does not let you down. Yeah, no, but they're yeah, they're like they, they just. Uh, I think w- they just announced recently that one of their videos had a million plays, yeah. which I'm like, that's like. 40 grand, if I recall correctly. Hmm? It's about 40 grand yeah. in a million plays. But that, just even, I mean, obviously money is good, but mm-hmm. I'm like, even just like to do a thing that a million people watched is like pretty crazy. Like, good on them. Montreal okay. band, Men I Trust. Cool. Joffrey. Joffrey had an album this year, too. That was good. Saw him play at Oceaga. Yeah, Oceaga was baller this year. We have talked a whole bunch about that already. Uh, and yeah, the Nick Murphy show. I, I actually vote. Sarah and I were talking about this last night. I think the Nick Murphy show was my best, like my most, like to say like what was the best show I saw this year was kind of like tough because like LCD Sound System was like magical. Like they played for like over two hours or whatever. But Mm -hmm. like a good show was like expected, which is like same thing too. Like Justice were really, really good at Oceaga. But I was like, again, I was like, like I I know that they often are a bad show, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, but they have the ability to pull it out. So what you're saying is your favorite show of 2017 was Major Laser. Oh God, no. (laughs) But no, but uh, (laughs) Nick Murphy was like, I was like expecting a good show, and he put on like a phenomenal show. Like Hmm. I was like, whoa! Like I was like stunned at how much like energy and like just reworks of a lot of the songs and stuff. Like almost nothing was played off the album. Like a lot of the songs like became like jam sessions and stuff. Like I was just like, this does is it, does it really compare to like them pressing play on bubble, Butt? come on, mm, come on, bubble, 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 but bubble. Yeah. No major laser wins again, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, major laser was probably the worst musician I've ever seen perform. <laughs> I don't remember I this. That's oh, you weren't at Oshiaga yeah. this year. Yeah. Major Lazer was. He pressed play and then, like, stood there? Well, it's Major Lazer is two. It's Jillionaire and another one and uh, Diplo. Mm-hmm. That, that is Major Lazer. Okay. And they just played, like, crowd pleasing jock jams, like, from the 90s and beyond. Uh-huh. And just like fist bumping in the air, and then they just had girls shaking their ass on stage, and it was just like it wasn't even mostly their music. Like it was just very weird, and I'm like, you are on the main stage at a very big music festival, just like blasting like high school pump up jams. Like it was just it was gross, and and I not the biggest Diplo fan, but I can acknowledge that he has done things that I, are, I feel like I've heard some of this stuff, and it's not the yeah. worst. Like yeah. he's a, he's a, knows what he's doing, but I mean I. Also, did not see at Oceaga any band make the crowd go so crazy. So, I mean, like, 
They were like, there is a need, and we have filled it. <laughs> Maybe it's a new generation's, like, Andrew WK. We just, like, don't get their... I honestly just think know? it's a, a, a new generation of kids who want to get real high and just, like, fist bump the air. I mean, like, which I also don't uh, fault them for. Didn't everybody want to get... Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, everybody? Uh, like, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I, which I'm not faulting them for. It's just, like, yeah. was just, like, such a, like, literally completely devoid of any substance or worth. Hold that. on, hold on, hold on. Remember, we loved Andrew WK and yeah. also the Shots, Shots, Shots guys. What yeah, they called but them? that's it. But, the, but there's an element. that group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. LMFAO. Yeah, LMFAO. But like, both, both of those situations uh-huh. had uh, like a level of like tongue-in-cheek parody that I, thought, that I think that like made it palatable. Like Major Lazer was like, this is serious. Like, like this is actually what we're you doing. sure it's not like super meta? Like it might. I, I don't know, man. Behind, I'm, behind, I'm never close, fucking, I behind closed doors, it absolutely might be. They might yeah. be like, "What? We just, <laughs> yo, we just played two unlimited in 2017. A yeah. bunch of kids and were it not, popped. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And kids went crazy. Y'all ready for this? And everyone's like, "Yay!" Like, yeah. Like behind closed doors, <laughs> they might just be like, like giggling all over themselves. Right. But I mean, every day I'm shuffling. Yeah. But I like, took that as like a mantra. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, you watch like any LMFAO music video and you're like, no. You know, when you say that, I hear the Cantina music pop up right after. <laughs> true. I, I, I say that every day to my child before I drop him off. Every like, day I'm shuffling. Archer, just remember, I love you and every day I'm shuffling. It's, uh, it's like your special daddy son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's okay. I feel that you're also setting up a situation where that is written on your tombstone. <laughs> Archer's like... It had to mean something. I, in, <laughs> it, was, it was so important to him. I never got it. Uh, unless you're like Scott McIver. Every day I'm shuffling. Unless, I'm you get further, down. No, no, <laughs> unless you get further instructions. I mean, go with it. I want that to happen. <laughs> exactly. right. I don't have anything better right now. <laughs> and until I do, that's, that's what should happen. Loved husband and father. Every <laughs> day I'm shuffling. <laughs> Years later, what does it mean? We'll never know. <laughs> LMFAO is long forgotten, but your tombstone <laughs> lives, lives on. But yeah, but like watching the music videos of like watching Andrew WK ever speak in public or like LMFAO do any of their music yeah. videos, you're like, it's a joke. And it's like, it's a joke that you're. Okay, okay. There. We might be sticking too much to this. To anyway, this so that, I mean, I feel that it, there's like, it's a best and worst list in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, movies. Yep. Let's uh, do it. We got. We got yeah, it's some time left to talk. Got some time to kill movies. movies. Uh, I I think it was this was a great year for the MCU, right? The three major MCU releases were Spider-Man: Homecoming, Guardians, Guardians 2, 2, and Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I did mm-hmm. not see Thor Ragnarok, but I heard good things. It was delightful. So I'm like, they I think they three for three it this year. Yes and no. I, like they they all three of those movies are great. They're super fun. I feel like in my head there was a John that was like anticipating the movies getting to like an extra serious level. And, like, taking themselves seriously, and they've gone into, like, we're just all going to have fun with this. So they're kind of, like, downgraded on my enjoyment. Could I ask level? you a question, John? Yeah. Do you ever read comic books? I don't. Yeah, because I'm going to say, like, they never really get super serious. Yep. <laughs> like, mo- I mean, like, they occasionally. And, I mean, I think Infinity War is going to might do it. kill off some people, whatever. But well, I'm like, action serious, but not serious. Not Logan serious. Comics. Right. Yeah. yeah like, main- if, if, you, if you look, also the the... the, the um, the DC Mega one there, Justice League. Ugh. Like if you look at it, it just looks like a dumb Saturday morning cartoon with like people in tights and and whatever. But also kind of a downer. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet because the trailer just looks like it's gonna bum me out, <laughs> start to finish. Yeah. I said Guardians two, I thought was, I think I liked it more than you guys did. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like the the villain was deeply flawed for that movie. Ego. Yeah. Hmm. Ego, the living planet. On paper, sounds like the perfect silly villain for the Guardians to fight. Yeah. But then they made him not villainous, just kind of skeezy. Yeah, but that's kind of what I liked about him. I, I like the fact that he was just sort of like, like, <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the, the, the thing? Um, the, yeah, there we go. Team, he was like uh, Kim Jong-il from Team America, where mm-hmm. he was just like, nah, guy, forget about it. Like, whatever. <laughs> just like, you don't need me. Haha. <laughs> like, he just like. You're like you're you're an awful person. You go, no nah, man, forget about it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like he was stuntman Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, whatever. So they, they were all okay. And, and yeah, and I thought they were all fun. Spider Man was failures. probably the best Spider Man movie. Yep. Like the best Spider Man movie up, it's ever. It's up there in in terms of like 
superhero movies. It was it's, great. It's a very good superhero movie, and it was probably like they fought like Spider Man. The it. only thing that just like that counted so so much against Spider Man Homecoming was the fact that it is the sixth Spider Man movie in the last fifteen years. Like yeah, but I mean, and you're just they, sort of like they picked. We finally got it right, you know. And you're <laughs> just like it took so long. And they got it right with the vulture of all characters, you know. Like I really mm. trust them to do which was the Green Goblin again, and which is also like insane stunt casting. Like I just I love it. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. vulture, just yeah. like after Batman and after Birdman, and now he's <laughs> the vulture. I was like, this is the best. I was like, this the is cycle is complete. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this <laughs> is just like the greatest like incident of stunt casting ever, and he, and killed it. And killed it. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, you relate, you relate to him? Like, did you watch it? I did. Oh, this is the really one that I, I yeah. never got to. Yeah, yeah. He's a villain that has motivations that are perfectly reasonable motivations mm-hmm. for an audience to empathize with. Yep. Okay, Blade Runner 2049. Real cinema, incredible sci-fi, visually stunning, impeccable acting the whole way through, box office flop. Well, yeah. Like Blade Runner. Just like, well, but Blade Runner was a bit of a mess on release. There was like a whole bunch of different versions that came out until we finally got the director's final cut not too well, long ago. That, is that going to happen with this, this No, one? so Denis Villeneuve <laughs> has said that he's done. He's like, he's happy with what came out. Although it was rumored that the initial cut of the film was four hours. And he said that he kind of liked it, but the new one is much better. Yeah. I mean, anyway. So it's coming out next year. I don't know. The he said, he says version. it'll never, ever happen. <clears throat> but that's probably my pick for movie of the year. Blade Runner was... Blade Runner, yeah. yeah. I, I would... Yeah, I, I begrudgingly. Really? Like, Yeah, I just... I, I love Blade Runner. I, I was invested in Blade Runner. I, I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I just... I felt that... I mean, we said we talked about it when we talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. I felt that it, like... Like, it played a lot on the... Like, I feel like it played with your emotions a lot, being like, robots don't know any better. Isn't this sad? Hmm. Like, a, and a, a lot of the, like gut-wrenching moments is that and like when you like know that trick it's like you're watching wally like <laughs> you know and i was like and it's good and i was invested in the moment but when i like thought about it i was like like do not feel bad she is just a robot <laughs> <laughs> you know like like there's like you, you have the moment like you get attached to all these characters and i and i get that that's yep. the point but like it's a fair criticism it's it's yep. it, like it, it's, it plays it a little heavy-handed with like feeling it's like a lot of like just like imagine like a whole movie of just like sad puppies in the rain, <laughs> you know. And you're just sort of like, come on, oh. Ob- you no, know, yeah. obviously like Marley and me. <laughs> he's a he's a rascally dog. He doesn't know. Oh, he's dead. I was like, were there any, anything? I mean, I didn't really do Fantasia this year, but I was like, did anything? Yeah, okay. So I got two. Fantasia? I got two Fantasia movies I could talk about again. One is Ghost Story, a ghost oh, yeah. story, yeah, which yeah, you yeah. should the Casey Affleck, the Casey Affleck film, which is like. You know, don't go to it looking for, like, a fun caper, you know? This is, like, <laughs> this is like serious movie that is, like, super dark and slow-paced. But probably it's, like, a, like a haunting film that um, <laughs> you, you're going to, like, think about a lot in the time afterwards. It's, like, very intense, very, very clever. And then the other one is um, 78 by 52, which was the documentary about the shower scene in Psycho, where they have 78 cuts in 52 seconds mm-hmm. and it's like a history of of film and cinema just like at the time that psycho came out why it was so important why it's not doesn't really hit as hard as it as it does now like um and it's just an interview after interview with the people involved with it people involved in cinema now who talking about it it was a wonderful work of love um and i think it's getting a wider release i think it's gonna be on netflix at some point but cool. get the get the chance like if you're into movies at all you I'm also just taking a look at the just skimming through the releases and totally forgot because it did come Dunkirk? out in February. No, get I haven't out. seen it yet, but really wanted to watch it. Get out, get out, get yeah, out. That's on my list. So good, like, yep. and, and then completely snubbed by the Golden Globes because lols. Like, uh, I'll entire Logan. Logan, Logan, Logan was, was yep. a genre bending, and if you look at, I'm going to be emotionally invested in. Wolverine. It's not after just, in the ninth movie. Yeah, that was. I think that was like the best trick that it pulled off was like being set within the setting. Hugh Hugh Jackman's ninth tr- swing at at Wolverine. So and I was like, wait, now I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. And after they had already like, you know, spoiled the soup a few times with that character, <laughs> to yeah. still come back and make that good without. They just keep backing up trucks full of money. Mm-hmm. Right? And he just keeps being like, fuck. Well, but but he's done to. now, right? Like, this isn't the, I think this said that was his last yeah. one. That was like yeah. the swan song. I mean, I guess until they like send him a gazillion billion dollars. Well, I think it was 
for him and for Patrick Stewart. They both said that was they're finished. That was their their swan song. Hmm. And it was a pretty good swan song. Oh, I thought um, so. Yeah, yeah. And like finally, a studio saying we can take a comic book, a superhero, and not make the summer blockbuster action movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. We can make it basically that, a western. There, there's going to be like an explosion of of great well, movies. Well, and that I mean, the, like New Mutants, the, the trailer for yeah, New yeah, Mutants yeah, yeah, the horror looks uh, freaking great. Yeah. Like it's not not quite there, but like Spider Man had a lot of that. Like Spider Man was a lot of like like a teen drama kind of thing with then one of the characters Spider Man. No, not, not I disagree. Spider Man is Spider Man, but it played not like an like a hero movie. Like it was a lot about him balancing his social life and whatever else like that which is like in the marvel universe is not the case like in the mcu the superhero is a superhero just basically all the time and his personal life like maybe tony has some relationships with pepper like but it's like still like within the team and everyone's in the know in the comic book universe no in the mcu oh in the mcu i know i know it's straight out of the comics but i mean there's been more interesting comics than has happened like logan also do you know what i mean but it's like when they're starting to get out of the like superhero genre like where the characters aren't always in their like hero mode like no even the toby Maguire movies were all about him trying to oh i thought less like less less than this one i thought like getting to see peter be like a kid for most of the movie like it wasn't just like at the beginning now there's a bad guy now he's well i mean it did help that they did not cast a 29 year old to play high school (laughs) (laughs) no but but you know what i mean i was like like the uh, the toby Maguire spider-man movies have him like Dealing with stuff like personal life and then basically being Spider-Man for, like, the entire end of the movie. Like, that's it. No, he's always trying to go to Mary Jane's plays and getting late and having J. Jonah Jameson yell at him. I suppose. The, uh, oh, yeah. The, you spoke well of Kong Island. Kong, Kong Island Skull is much Island. fun. Yep. Uh, what else? And, and very, very poorly of The Mummy. God damn. We're going to talk about bad movies. <laughs> That's a movie that was so bad, it's destroyed the universe it was trying to lay the foundation for. <laughs> so funny. Whoa. Oh, did you guys... This was a movie that came out in 2017 and was at Fantasia. Uh, Sam wrote about it. It's mm-hmm. now out on Netflix, so you have no reason not to see it. Uh, the Little Hours? Nope. Have oh, you, the, yeah, yeah, the Nun movie. Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, specifically... Hang on, I'm trying to find... Alison Brie? It's an, ad- it's an adaptation of the Decameron. <laughs> um, remind me what the Decameron is. The Decameron was a book by Giovanni Boccaccio, mm-hmm. which was subtitled Prince Galahot, is a collection of novellas of the 14th century Italian author Giovanni Boccaccio, but was like kind of like. What's uh, amazing is he did that all from memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, very solid. Uh, it's a hundred tales told by a group of seven young women and three young men sheltered in a secluded villa outside of Florence, but it was like kind of like a body piece at the time. Okay. So. They just like basically like kept all the jokes, but like updated the bodiness to like be like modern language. So like when the nuns like scream at the guy and they would say like foul language, this is like since it's modern time with the updated language. They're like, right. like fuck you, you fucking pervert, get the fuck out of here. Because like and apparently like when in the Decameron, them being like you like spittle flesh eating worm, whatever was yeah. like woo, like Edgy scandalous shit. for yeah. nuns to be saying like that kind of stuff. So they just like. There's a scene uh, with Nick Offerman, mm-hmm. like, and Nick Offerman plays, like, the hottie prince and whatever else, and he's, like, super verbal. Did Ver- you just call him a hottie? A hottie. <laughs> H-A-U-G-H. Hottie. Uh, like, at one point, like, he's, like, trying to, like, suss out which of his, like, uh, which of the, the, the team of his, I don't know, guardsmen or whatever, mm-hmm. his, his people are. I know. I see the time. Are there... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and he just like, and he just like, while he's like, while he's like sassing out his his guys, he's just like, he's like, I will fuck you where you breathe, like just like straight <laughs> in his face, and he's just like, that's a great line, like that's that is an amazing piece of dialogue to be heard from Nick Offerman saying it. But yeah, on Netflix was it, was it? <laughs> you mentioned? sure you want to back away from your hottie comment? Sexy hot Nick Offerman. <laughs> I will fuck you threatening, you and you were like, that's a I great breathe. line coming from Nick Offerman. It just got me. All in the right spots. I got you all stuffed up. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I would, I would, I would recommend it. Like, it's a, a solid, solid indie sleeper comedy hit. Huh. Like, very funny. Like, uproariously funny. Uh, yeah. Any other movies? Dunkirk. That did anyone? Dunkirk. See? I did, and it was great. It, like, 
it was not what you're expecting out of a war movie. It's just like p- less character, pure thrill. It's it's really almost no plot, right? Almost Even. no plot, and yeah. like almost no characters. Also, though, you like you follow some people through it. It's very like in terms of filmmaking, it's a film. You know, yeah, it yeah, looked yeah. so tense. I'm so excited. It to, looked to watch beautiful. It. Get to it in the theater if you can. Which I, I don't know if it's, it's possible I it's anymore. Out of theaters now. Yeah. But get it, get as nice a screen as you can, because the the big part of it is the spectacle. You're in it, and get good sound, because man, is it fucking intense. Well, it, it part one. It came yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, in terms of horror movies, yeah, that's a was a, a big, big money. Well, yeah, it was the biggest, a lot of money. biggest horror movie release ever, uh, and it was fun. It was, it was good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a movie that was made a lot of money with no stars. What are you talking about? Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard was the the big name. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy that that movie yeah. made that much money with zero star power. There was a lot of hype, and the, the hype was, like, free from the history of it, you know? Yeah. But there was a lot of hype, but not all of it was good. I saw some, like, garbage fake trailers before, yeah. and um, the, it went through production hell. It yeah. was, like, a third oh, director, true. and true, the true. script had been rewritten a few times. Did anyone end up seeing Mother? No, and I really wanted to. I loved Aaron Aronofsky. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Didn't see it. I want to see it, too, at some point. Yeah. I saw Valerian, the Luc Besson one. That and was good. another Fantasia movie. Would you say that it was good? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I felt like it got a lot of unfair criticism because yeah. it is a splashy science fiction action movie with some wacky aliens and comedy bits in it, and it was fine. Hmm. Again, suffered from a complete lack of star power. Like, Clive Owen's in it a Rihanna. little bit. Rihanna's in it a little bit, but, like, the leads... Uh, Dane DeHaan and yeah. his co-star are I, like even now I saw the movie like a week ago and I can't remember her name but it was fine I don't know what people were expecting from it that made them turn on it so so much hmm. there was a lot of hype there was a big media push behind that thing before well, it's, it came it's out. the highest budget independent release film of yeah. all time right like because it's on like self-financed and like got investors whatever like, got it, was, it wasn't no studio China. release yeah like yeah. wow yeah. It was European and Made, Chinese yeah. Uh, produced. Yeah. So stayed out of America. But again, I, I don't get what people wanted from that movie that it didn't deliver on. Hmm. I feel I feel obligated now to check it out. I'm like I mean, curious. Like, how does how does it compare to the most recent Star Wars? I didn't see the most recent Star Wars. Okay, well, any Star Wars. Like, where is it in the... Force Awakens. Yeah, it's around there. It's got a less nostalgia boosting yeah. it up, but it's got that Luc Besson Fifth Element kind of fun stuff to it. I'm sure there's some people who were, like, big old fans of the, the Bond Destiny there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. I'm sure there's some people who are really into that movie. <laughs> like, because it's a long-running series, right? Yeah. Like, it's, like, several hundred issues of this. It was it was fine, and it looked good, and, like, the, the, the budget in the effects looked fine. The aliens looked... Better than Fifth Element Aliens, and how could we crazy. forget Wonder Woman? That was another big one. DC I did not fuck up Wonder Woman. It. Really, really liked it, except for the mustache. Yep, the mustache was a little off-putting. Didn't did not work. Gods, it, gods cannot do. Little he could have lost it when he put the armor. on. Absolutely, yeah. would have been just as manly. Didn't need the mustache. Or, or or kept it, but just you know, grew out a nice war beard. Yeah, would have been fine with that. Anyway, um, other than that, it was fine. And she's the only good thing in the DC. At film universe right now. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, Flash is cool in Justice League. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I might have actually seen it. <laughs> Justice League? Justice League, and I just didn't really didn't yeah, register. I just feel like Gal Gadot is register. the only one who's gonna make an impact there, and that's kind of a bummer. It's oh, so dumb. Just, just why? Yes. Quick shout out to Justice League and shitting on it <laughs> without having seen it, being like. You know why the Avengers like worked? Because they all had their own movies, so like we knew about them. This they were just sort of like, here are three new characters that we also kind of need to do origins for and introduce into this, and, even and have a Justice League movie. Like, and, and one of them is the token black guy cyborg replacement. Yeah, right. right. And even then, Zack Snyder got his claws into the Amazons and and destroyed them after Wonder Woman's success. Like, oh, man, <clears throat> took off their armor, made them all wear skimpy midriff bearing leather outfits. Uh-huh. Well, didn't you see people like Wonder Woman? Why would you fuck it? Change it. Maybe that was Whedon, though. Could have been a Whedon. No, uh, Whedon was doing scripty stuff. But apparently, no. Whedon, Whedon did reshoots too, man. Yeah. Because well, Zack Snyder had to no, go it was for Snyder. 
And I'm just saying, with the, you know, what we know about Joss Whedon, maybe skimpy outfits. Just saying. <laughs> Get in that skimpy outfit, Joss Whedon. Tightsy leather. It worked for the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just, I just so dumb. I'm like, why would you do it? Just like, give Jason Momoa a movie. Who cares? Like, he did that, you know. The Conan. The Conan did. one. And like, yeah. just do that. But then it's underwater. And you're like, at least it exists. <laughs> you know, like. Right, no, no. Can you, can you because they, the task they made of writing a, an Aquaman movie, movie, an Aquaman movie. They wrote like, an Ant Man movie. Okay, yeah, they okay, wrote okay, and he's made on an land. Ant Man movie. The, the budget and the crazy CG effects you're going to need to do all of this underwater bullshit. They made Superman fly around. They can make Aquaman fly around. Yeah, but they, in the they, water, they'll never get a Superman budget because he's he's like not as well known as superhero. Flash, Flash is a super easy movie to make. Yeah, they could have just you just blur him up. Like it looks fine on TV, even yeah. like they could have they could have just know. taken a couple of them, like maybe. Slash and Cyborg have them had a little like team up movie. Yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, exactly. They could have yeah, had a Flash and Cyborg adventures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, who knows? Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? How was your How was your year on like a personal level? Like, kind of tough. Lots of like little stresses. Nothing big. Just man, week to week. We're sick a lot. No, I wasn't. You were sick all the time. Actually, I wasn't sick all the time. Like I've I had little colds. Nothing. I didn't miss any podcasts. That's true. Not like me. <laughs> I miss the podcast. No, I mean, la- the year before, I'd missed a few, and that's yeah. always been a thing. I was pretty, it's pretty rock steady this year. Uh, Sarah and I, uh, this is our first year in this house. Mm-hmm. We moved here in January 2017. I think that went well. Pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, work and stuff is cool. It's fine. I like It's nice. Like 2017, I don't have a ton to complain about. Which I is shopped a lot for elementary schools. That's a weird thing. Mm. Everything's the best. I had the best year. <laughs> Girlfriend moved in. The um, I, I, like I have a whole whole bunch of things that I don't think I should be talking about on the air. <laughs> yeah, just this was just a wonderful year. Yeah, everything was great. Hey, good times. Yep. Yeah, like, on a, like I said, on a personal level, 2017 was pretty okay. Which I mean, I guess like, can you imagine <laughs> if you had like a really bad 2017 personal year while watching the world like fall pieces? <laughs> like it would just be. Because so, I, I was like, I often like. I got, like, real bummed, like, reading about, like, world news and various, like, parts of the world and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was, like, but, like, knowing that my home life is pretty good, I'm, like, yeah. If home life was, like, dumpster fire. Like, home life was a dumpster fire. And all this stuff was going on. I'd be, like, 24-7 bummed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd be, like, yay. Yeah. yeah. All right. This was the 9 to 5 Entertainment System 2017 year in review. We didn't talk about video games because none of us play new video games anymore. I play a whole bunch of new video games. On your your phone. phone. (laughs) Mobile games aren't real games. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.